Hello, Internet peeps, and welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast. Uh, we're finishing our Christmas uh, special of the movies, and God, I really don't want to talk about this movie, but we watched Santa Claus, the cat movie, uh, just like last... Yes. Yeah, just like the last year where we had Santa Paws, I think, or something along that line. Santa Paws or Santa Buddies. I think it was Buddies because there was more than one of them. I don't know. Same concept, pretty much. Talking cats, talking dogs. We had to throw that in there because uh, we did that last year and we're all about tradition here. But I have Andy with me. I'm Joe Dubs. (laughs) And, uh,. Let's let's fucking get into this, Andy. What the hell you been watching? Uh, I before Christmas rolled around, I got around to watching Tokyo Godfathers. It's a it's an anime movie from Satoshi, or I always add an eye to that Satoshi Kone. Uh, it's it's great. I I love watching it around Christmas. It's one of those movies that's like incidentally a Christmas movie. It's like Christmas isn't the theme. It just is Christmas when the movie's going on. But um. I've been playing, I've been back in a video game mood, but I did watch that movie and I managed to also watch a ton of the new Mystery Science Theater uh, season. I think I watched the first four episodes consecutively, which is interesting because they're talking about, oh, you gotta watch all six of the first episodes of The Gauntlet. I didn't have that much time, but I did watch four in a row. It's real good. I'm really impressed. I wish they do more of like, 90s shows on netflix like they have fuller house they have uh, mystery science theory to 3000 um i'm drawing blanks right now but i i think they could bring more 90s shows back to uh netflix or one one of these streaming platforms at least maybe i have a weird i feel weird about stuff from netflix they're really good at some stuff and they're really terrible with other stuff but mm-hmm. and i guess the- that's a and the price keeps on going up and up, which is annoying the fuck out of me. Like every year, I get an email saying, "Hey, by the way, uh, we're raising your price. Instead of paying, you know, I started out at ten dollars. Now I'm at like fifteen to twenty because I don't uh, think they're not going to be able to do that much longer. I don't think because there's all these like competitors. Like every channel wants to have its own stupid streaming service now mm-hmm. i was i was reading an article today i think it was from vice so you know grain of salt but uh about how because there are so many freaking alternatives to netflix now and no one wants to pay for all of them everyone's going back to piracy like piracy took a big dip after netflix and like hulu and the big dogs came out mm-hmm. but now there's you know they're they're canceling small services and, and replacing it with three more small services and everything's a niche audience and and in order to watch all of stuff in a certain genre, it's all over the place, whereas before it wasn't. Yeah. So people are getting frustrated because this is what this is was our problem with television. I don't want to pay for all this these nonsense channels. I just I just want my stuff. But now my stuff isn't even on one service anymore. So it's the same problem, and a lot of people are just going right back to pirating. Yeah, and you said it right there. Is like the reason why people like Netflix and went to there is because, hey, I don't have to pay a a TV bill. I'll just get Netflix and I'll use my smart TV and pretty much corporations, they go, "Uh oh, you know, we're not making money. Let's let's try to reel the customers back in somehow. And then they go, hey, remember you like Netflix? Well, here's our CBS access or 
Fox uh, streaming. Even I don't, I don't even think Fox has a streaming thing, but I think they just pitched in with Hulu. But mm. yeah, and and then you got stuff like live sports coming up at works and stuff like that. I guess you can watch some live sports on Amazon now with like a little add-on, which is kind of the same problem. Oh, I got to pay more money for this separate service. But I like the idea of being able to to stream my sports instead of buying cable. It's just a lot of the stuff I want to watch is still not accessible to me i guess is what i enjoy to say yeah and we always like even with gaming these days like we understand there's competitors competitors and they have to have a competition with each other like with gaming we're like imagine if there was one console and we could play our nintendos and our fucking sony games and shit in just one area it's dream world but you know the corporations are going to want to compete with each other and be like hey this is our system, our exclusives, and same thing with the shows and movies. Be like, hey, you want you know Black Mirror? Well, you come on Netflix for that. Hey, you want Daredevil? Well, you're gonna get the Disney package uh, streaming service and all that. Well, apparently, no one's gonna get Daredevil. Wait, they're just canceling it altogether. That's that's what I read. Is they they canceled it, and everyone was like, oh, I get it. They canceled it because they want to put it on that new. Um, Disney streaming nonsense that's coming out this year. I almost said next year, but it's this year now. But um, I guess people who are attached to the show said uh, they're not bringing it back at all. It, I don't remember who said that. I don't really know who's associated with that show, but that's what the, I got. I, you know, it's just in my Facebook feed or something like that. But I guess they just canceled it completely. They told all the writers to knock it off. Uh, the actors said that they weren't getting hired back for this nonsense. So I don't know. There's there's another season of Punisher. Is it out yet, or is it coming out? Something like that. But I guess after that, it's I think all, it's out actually. Yeah, it's all a huge question mark. Apparently, people thought it was going to go to the Disney service, and Disney has not announced any intention to do that. That is utter garbage because. The reason they, it sounds like they'd be stupid too, right? I mean, it it, ha, it has to be a huge money maker. Well, here's the thing: like the the what started the whole Marvel being on Netflix was Daredevil. Like shit was like, oh my god, Hell's Kitchen, Daredevil, and everybody had a you know sour mouth from that uh, Ben Affleck one. Who's like, oh, this is gonna be garbage, and then they're like, holy shit, this looks cool. And then you know, I think what really hurt them is when they started putting like Jessica Jones in there and Iron Fist and Luke Cage. That the, yes, they were in Hell's Kitchen. I think they could have utilized them in Daredevil and Punisher show to kind of be like, hey, these are supporting characters. And they started out like that, right? Yes and no. Uh, in Daredevil, it was Punisher and. Um, believe they had iron fist and you know all them before they actually showed their powers and stuff like you, you had a glimpse of like oh that you know there's iron fist but he's like a businessman or something like that before his accident and um it, it, it's retarded because it had to be they, they had to have a lot of viewers that I, I just feel like Disney just waved their dick and was like, hey, you know, we're taking this back. We don't want, want it on your platform. And the only reason if they do leave Punisher in here is because Punisher is a brutal... You can't make him a PG or a PG-13 character. But somehow you can make Deadpool a PG-13. I don't know. 
But uh, where did we go off on this tangent about that? Oh, yeah, Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> yeah. There's your rabbit hole. Yep. And we're about to go down another rabbit hole if you're ready to hear what I watched. So um, Black Mirror came out with a trailer, and a lot of people got, got, people got confused. And I don't know if I said it on this show before that uh, Netflix was talking about doing games on their net, uh, streaming platform. And by games, I mean more like a storytelling interactive movie kind of like telltale without the gameplay and like the movement and stuff so black mirror came out with a trailer called bandersnatch uh it's a hello what yeah i'm here oh i heard uh somebody entered and left our chat i don't know that's weird Oh no, i had to sneeze so i muted myself <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was listening i just oh, okay I was like, because I know some of, uh, by the way, we're like talking in a Discord and I know we have some admins, so I wasn't sure if any of them tried to sneak in and listen. Yeah. But uh, Manor Snatch is an interactive movie. And to kind of give you a quick synopsis, it's setting it's in the 80s. They have like the Commodore 64 and all that stuff. And uh, the per the main character is coding a game uh from the book banner bandersnatch which is kind of like a text adventure uh you go through a maze and you uh kind of like oregon trail a little bit but it has a lot more de depth into it like every move that you do if, like you shoot the agents something about a government conspiracy happens uh but anyway short sto uh long story short uh what you do in this uh movie is they give you certain scenes to choose things like in the beginning they start you off small where they're like hey what cereal do you want <laughs> and it's like do you want sugar puffs or do you want frosted flakes oh just to teach you what the heck's going on yeah well, well first what happens in the beginning is like hey this is an interactive movie uh just have your controller ready because you're about to be asked questions on what path you want to go on and actually if you understand these instructions and if you hit no uh, they do like a little error that says you can't play this movie and it kicks yeah. you, kicks you out. And then if you try to go back in it gives you an error message again, but if you wait like two minutes, it comes back and it makes you press yes. Uh, and then there's like, you choose like, um, what music you listen to. Mm. Uh, so, you know, a lot of eighties tunes are in there. And if That's you love, cool. if you love the eighties, it's right down your alley. But it gets really hard. Um, there's a total of five endings, actually six endings, and there's one true ending, and then there's five bad endings, endings pretty much. And uh, when I first did it, like the first five minutes of the movie, if you click this answer, you lose. And it pretty much goes it, how you lose pretty much it. How you lose or win is if your game gets a bad review or a good review. And mm. and when you get a good review, there's a lot of consequences that happen in order for you to get that good review. And if you do things like a goody, good, uh, if you do everything like a nice little boy and pick all the right answers that you would think like a moral person would do, uh, you get a bad review. <laughs> 
So it really messes with you. And uh, I recommend it because it, it's an experience. About I'm, how long on average does it take? Um, the movie is an hour and a half. It took me in the beginning two hours, but it, it does repeat the scenes again when you go back, but you could fast forward it. Oh, okay. So it, it, it's not like going to be like, oh, man, I got to wait until the, the scene is over. Like you've seen it before. Just fast forward until it gets to the prompt of you choosing this stuff again. But there's a lot of meta stuff in there, too. So uh, pay close attention to every detail. Because mm-hmm. it is aware of you changing your answer. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so I recommend it. Uh, other than that, I've been playing too much Smash and too much Final Fantasy, but this is not the right podcast to talk about that. Me. All right. Uh, I really don't want to talk about this, but we have to because it's our staple of the show. So our movie of the week is Santa Claus. You have to explain what it's about. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of had some weird, I mean, not too many similarities, but... The plot had a had a couple of the same beats as the last movie we watched, Christmas Chronicle. Yeah, with a little with a little twist to it to it. So I'm gonna go. I'm actually I actually live discorded uh, what was happening to the movie to my friend, so <laughs> so she wouldn't have to watch it. So I'm gonna scroll up a little bit. And and I'm gonna you know read it to you what I thought, and it's gonna be a little joke inside. But then you know Andy will will fix it up so that you know you get the real story. So I said it's about a mom when she was a kid. She saw Santa Claus because he had an allergic reaction to cats. I was really confused about that for like most of the second scene. I was like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. It, it kind of goes straight into, uh, oh, Santa's here. He's going to give presents and stuff. Oh, he put this uh, 45 record player on a tree. Why would you put it all the way up there so it's it could fall down and break? I have no idea. Um, he was trying to be fancy. Yep, and that backfired. Big time. Uh, but anyway, he has an allergic, allergic reaction to the cat because the cat was being fucking annoying. He'd be like, hey, Santa, Santa, I, I want to buy this. I want to buy that. I want you to get me this and that. And uh, he sneezes and he, like, I guess knocks himself out by sneezing too hard. And with that, he bumps into the tree and then breaks the, the record and uh as the mom I, I i don't even recognize the fucking names anymore i just know marcus the weirdo uh neighbor <laughs> guy uh she comes down the stairs and she's like oh my god it's santa and then santa like touches his nose and he's out of the chimney and uh marcus as a kid tries to take a picture with his polaroid camera and he doesn't capture it because uh yeah i don't know why <laughs> It just so dumb kid. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, never mind. You, you keep going. I I, I don't want to step in every every couple seconds. Um. Long story short, uh, the mom has a grudge on Santa Claus because I guess <laughs> he broke the fucking present and. Uh, well. At the end, it's explained like she saw Santa Claus, as did the 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 other kid, the other guy, and they like they don't show this; they just have to tell you later 
they like told the other kids, oh, we saw Santa Claus, and they like made fun of him. So she decided she hates that guy, and she hates Santa Claus, and she hates Christmas, and she's going to be like a joyless bitch the rest of her life. Yeah, so she's a non-believer. She forces her kid to not believe in Santa Claus and Christmas. She doesn't fucking de- uh, decorate the house or the tree, even though deep inside she does believe, but she's holding that fucking grudge. And uh, all I don't, I don't get like, the whole reason for all of that to exist is, is stupid. She saw Santa Claus, but because kids made fun of her and Santa wouldn't give her proof, she decides to ignore Christmas. It's dumb. It would be like seeing the face of God. But still being an atheist, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so so she's like telling her kid like you have to do all these chores, pretty much making them clean up the whole fucking house all the time, and water the plants, and then you get an allowance, and that's how you get your presents and stuff. And, and somehow, at some point, she had a husband or or a guy give her a baby, and now he is not in the movie for any reason, and they never say why. Did he die? Was he just never there? Did they get separated? Was it a one night stand? I, I, yeah, you you don't see. There's no pictures. It, it's just her and the kid. Yeah, I imagine she was like schizo- well, The writer said, "Look, I want these two people to get together, but it's a Christmas movie, so we need a child." And then he just didn't follow through on why. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or the mom is crazy and was seeing the kid, and then also Marcus was crazy too. <laughs> the neighbor. <laughs> That would be funny. Anyway. That's giving it too much credit. True. Now, here's another thing. You don't know her occupation besides her being a blogger. Yeah. And it, if it's a you know popular blog, I guess you would be able to have a house that big. Mm, I, it's kind of implied it's like a hobby. Because at the end, one of the dumbest lines in the whole movie is he says, I even started following your blog. And she says, you've heard about my blog? How? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's on the internet. Everyone can see it on the internet. That's the whole point. You know, bitch. True. Maybe. But she... if, if she was doing it for a living, then it would seem like more obvious. So I, I got the impression she actually does something else. And that's sorry. probably Uber. <laughs> Yeah, she afforded that house on an Uber driver salary. Hey, you know, some ad revenue on her blog about how she hates Christmas. Because I think that's what the blog was about or something. It was like. about, like, growing up or being serious or something. It, it, she says something about, I wrote about it in my blog at some point when she's telling the kid that stop being ridiculous. I, people listening to this who haven't seen the movie, and if you haven't, then good, don't, but um, are probably confused why it's called Santa Claus is it just about cats that made Santa sneeze one time? Well, no, it has awful 80-yard CG mouthed cats in it that are all obnoxious and um, have no personality at all. It got, the mom was stupid, too. Like, the mom cat, Maisie. I mean, cats are stupid. They're, they're just cats. But for the sake of the movie, you could have you made them interesting or something. I don't know. And there was no known actor in the voices. Like, the one... Oh, this is a very important thing, and I didn't realize it until we'd started the movie. This is an Asylum Films movie. Oh. Like, they, they make the, the, the 
bargain bin garbage, bottom of the barrel, knockoff, money grabbing trash movies there are. So that that's part of this. They they said, hey, we need to make some quick money. We'll make a Christmas movie with cats in it because kids are stupid. The kid was stupid too. Like <laughs> he was he was annoying as fuck to me the whole movie. Everyone in this movie is stupid. Santa Claus is stupid. The neighbor is stupid. All the cats are just the worst. See, I appreciated Santa Claus because he, one, he's allergic to fucking everything and he shouldn't be, he should be like a bubble boy Santa Claus kind of thing. How in the world has he been Santa Claus for all these years and that was the first time he'd eaten a peanut butter cookie, for God's sake. <laughs> and well, also, if he's that dangerously allergic to so much stuff, why doesn't he carry an EpiPen or, or some like Christmas elf made equivalent to EpiPens? Oh my god, that peanut butter cookie scene was so cr- not cringe because of like it's so ridiculous that he's having an allergic reaction to a peanut butter cookie. Of how bad the acting was of one, the mom was just staring at Santa Claus having an allergic reaction for about a good five minutes before telling the kid to get an EpiPen. I'm like, he's he's not breathing. Uh scene also didn't make any sense. Like it didn't play into anything. No. Well, then again, this whole fucking movie didn't make sense. Of it. Yeah, it's it's just a series of scenes that I think they thought children would like or something. Also, um, non-sequitur, but uh, Santa Claus is one of those assholes who feels like he has to scream every time he sneezes. Stop <laughs> doing that. Everyone, just stop it. Yeah, hold it in, even though it's they tell you not to hold it now in. You can sneeze, but you don't have to shout. You just don't <laughs> scream. You just... Don't use your voice box. You just expel air and saliva from your mouth and nose. It, by the way, yeah, like Andy said before, this this is a cat movie, by the way, but I felt like it focused too much on the humans and the actual cats. Well, it, they knew there was no plot with the cats. But basically, the reason this, this is like Christmas Chronicle is Santa is incapacitated because a cat makes him sneeze. And then for some reason, he's knocked out cold for hours. And the three kittens get in the sled and start doing his job. Yep. Kind of like what, you know, uh, in Christmas Chronicles, where the kids had to deliver the presents while Santa was in jail, pretty much. Um, I have to point out this scene to you because I felt like one of the writers was like, you know, I watched Toy Story. And you know that demented kid who likes to uh, tear up dolls and toys yeah, and stuff? that whole scene where there's, like, the little girl and she's, like, mutilated a bunch of dolls or something? What the hell? I felt like the writer watched Toy Story and was like, this is genius. I'm going to put it in. We're going to put a creepy-ass fucking... Uh, I thought that, too. It's just like uh, Sid, I think. And then, you know, the bad acting from the kid, another bad acting kid. Like, we went from Christmas Chronicles, where the kids were actually good at acting, to this movie. And I just felt like, even the the main character, Kid Tommy, like, I felt like he was looking at the director the whole time and was getting a cue card to be like, oh, that's what I have to say, or that's what I have to do. Because if you notice, like, in the pause of each scene or everything that he said, like... Especially when he's getting the EpiPen and he was like him throwing the items and stuff like he was trying to have that comic relief and stuff, but it just didn't go well. 
And and he's like, oh, uh, you know, after I, you know, digged out all the shit while Santa Claus is fucking dying over there. They're like, oh, I finally got it after it took me three minutes to get the fucking box. Why not just dig it out, like throw shit like really quickly? I get what, I get what they were doing. It just the whole cringe fest that I was sitting through is just and then how quickly the mom changed from uh, even though even though Santa Claus had to do like fucking five magic tricks in order to be like, all right, I'm going to decorate the whole fucking house. See, I'm fucking Santa now. Yeah, I mean, I didn't blame her too much for being skeptical. Yeah. And the whole time when, you know, Tommy's pulling Santa Claus and I'm like, the mom is probably going to think this is a pedo or something with <laughs> trying to get the kid. And, uh, and then he did all the like he did something like with the candy cane. There was a broken one. And then he's like, oh, look, it's a it's a full one now. I'm like, motherfucker. I know a lot of magicians can do that, and she did the same thing. She said that. But then after after she found out about Santa Claus, like, the whole mushy, like, oh, my God, now I believe. It was, like, overpowerful, overused. Like, I was like, I get it. You believe now. Just now try to help him get his fucking sleigh, which they did shit. Like, they had to rely on that creepy neighbor who had uh was talking to his Santa Claus decorations because he wanted to show Santa Santa Claus that he believes and wants to get that proof. He wanted to remind the woman that about Santa or something. Mm-hmm. That she would fuck him or something. I don't know. It it didn't make any sense. Again, it's like they wrote some scenes and they were like, Okay, we need a plot that makes all these scenes together. And and so it's a bunch of like hammy shoehorn nonsense. And they don't really, I guess they kind of say that they get together by the picture. But at the same time, like, at the end, they're like, I just wanted you to be my best friend. And, like, they hug, like, oh, best friend. And I'm like, oh, man, he got friend zone. This sucks. <laughs> I, I laughed because uh, he's. they're like, oh, yeah, now we can be friends again, just like when we were kids. And it's kind of implied that. They're going to get together or whatever. And he takes that picture and it shows it in the frame and it says our first Christmas and then there's other pictures and junk. So, yeah, I, I guess you're supposed to assume that they get together. But it's funny because that means one of the actors, probably the actress, said, no, I don't want to kiss this guy on camera. That That's not in my contract. So they just did that instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. And, like, they went out of their way what really fucking annoyed me and this is gonna sound funny but like when he went to call up the nerd to uh hack into santa's sleigh like why did he have to have that nasally voice guy tell him like why do you need to hack in there it's like yeah, that also didn't mean anything to he could have just done it himself mm-hmm. that didn't add to the plot or his character or I don't understand why that happened. I was like, who is this character? Is it going to turn out like it was an elf or it was someone from their childhood or some character I'd forgotten? No. He just calls some guy with a nasally voice to help him hack the sleigh, and then in the next scene, he's, he, they just don't even address it. <laughs> he just calls some guy. You don't even see him. It's just someone on the phone. Maybe it's a reference to another movie or something. They, they make references to a couple of their other movies. They reference Sharknado and... Maybe that was it. I think one of the kids' presence is like a shark or something. I don't fucking know. 
Sharknado. The only difference between Sharknado and this movie is that Sharknado is fucking rad. <laughs> Sharknado is entertaining. I'll, I'll I'll give it that much. But yeah, that that's that's where Asylum Films got a lot of their money in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Well, what else could I talk about? Here's the thing. Like we said it before. Like I did not care about the kittens. I if they would have got lost on the sleigh and never came back, and Santa Claus never went to the North Pole, I'd be like, good. <laughs> Don't care about the kittens because they're they fucking break shit. They're not really fucking good kittens, and I get it that they're kittens and they're children and stuff, but um, didn't really care for them. And plus, they were annoying to hear throughout the whole movie and annoying to watch because of the bad uh, mouth movements and sometimes no movements at all. <laughs> uh, they visited other kids, too, because they had to show that they were delivering presents and stuff. And by the way, why aren't these kids in fucking bed? And like, yeah, I guess every kid in the United States was waiting for Santa Claus. Then. Mm-hmm. And like, there was kids. I, I don't. I don't even know if it, they were sleeping in a shed or something, but they were like in a doorway. I think. Oh, excuse me. I think they were just supposed to be like impoverished. You know, they're they're poor. Oh, well, now I feel fucked up for saying. That. I think I think that's what that's that's what I got out of it. But I thought it was a little fucked up that like they're poor and then the presents they got were like in tiny little boxes. Like may, maybe it's something really nice in that box, but like a I credit card like, with like a million dollars on the credit limit. I mean, maybe maybe it's like a small toy or an electronic thing or like a piece of jewelry or something. But it's like, damn, cats, that's pretty fucked up. Just because they're poor, you you're giving them poor people gifts. That's not cool. Yeah, and why why does every christmas movie in this generation every sleigh has to be like a smart sleigh with like electronic shit on it yeah that's dumb they, they, they're trying to be like oh how does he do it oh he'd have to use gps but i understand well it kind of makes sense you know hypothetically let's talk about if santa claus actually existed which is ridiculous but <laughs> i mean if he did then it it leads to reason that he would keep up with modern day technology i guess mm-hmm because the elves would have to be like making Nintendo Switches and iPads and garbage like that for him to deliver. I mean, he he can't be only delivering wooden trains and teddy bears. So I don't know. The whole thing. The more you think about it, the more your eyes start to go cross-eyed, and that's part of the magic of Santa Claus, frankly. Yeah, it's like how does he deliver these fucking cars too? Can't fit on the sleigh. <laughs> Dual-tied magic. It's it's science. Can't be real. <laughs> I always wanted to see the Santa movie where it turns out he's just like a wizard or a warlock or a sorcerer, and he just has been. And maybe he was like evil at some point or something, and now he's a, he's a good one. You have like Santa Claus, and then you have like a an anti-Santa Claus from the South Pole trying trying to like fight him at a war, like a Lord of the Rings kind of war going on. Sounds like something from those Rankin and Bass deals. Those those got off the rails in their later movie. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I think we covered everything pretty much. It's a simple story. It's about non-believers making them into believers, and um, they save Christmas, and it's not really because of the cats. Yeah, it, fuck those cats, man. Like 
I think the only cat that I actually liked was in the beginning where he was like, hey, don't fucking bother Santa Claus because... Yeah, the old cat. Is like, don't do it, man. Yeah. You leave Santa alone. You let him do his job. But, like, Maisie, the mom cat, she had, like, three lines total. Like, when the, the, the mom blogger was like, are you keeping your kids in line? And you're like, you have no idea or something like that. And then she said something to Marcus... And then she said something to the kids, at, uh, kittens at the end, and that's it. Yeah. And I bet you they just pulled somebody off the street and be like, hey, you want to say three lines for 50 bucks? Go. She like, is angry at the guy for watching through the window, and then he's like, oh, no, a cat, and falls in the pool. Dude, it's a cat. Just fucking kick it or something. <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't advocate being mean animals or anything. Like, like looking through the window trying to see Santa Claus and stuff, and the cat's out there like, like doing that cat growl. And for some reason, he backs away from it, like it's a Rottweiler or something. What are you, what are you doing? It's a cat. And, and and again, by the way, this is the second movie in a row where Santa Claus and his sleigh is on the fucking street in broad daylight, just having a casual conversation, a really long one to be exact with the people. Before. Yeah, Santa Claus. Everyone's got a, a camera in their pocket. You better watch Buster. Well, he kind of made a bit. The thing in the beginning, he made a big deal about it not being seen. Yeah. He's like, you got to close the blinds because I can't afford to be seen. And then there he is in broad daylight, just fucking. Here I am. Here's my fucking reindeers that are uh, talking all fucking like Ninja Turtles and shit. Why? Why did they all talk like surfers or or whatever? That was. And you only saw two reindeers. That's it. <laughs> the ones that talk the other ones you just saw them when they flew away I, I, I'm i just going to say I don't recommend this film don't watch it <laughs> no, don't watch this movie it's awful like, like with the one we watched last year Santa Buddies like it was at least if you had kids and they were watching that movie you would be able to stand being in it had Christopher Lloyd in that movie. That's... It had Christopher Lloyd in it. It had like scenes that were obviously shot by someone who had completed film school. This one, on the other hand, is just shameless, terrible, and an asylum films movie, which means it's shameless and terrible and a bunch of other adjectives I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we both do not recommend this. So Andy, next next month we're having or this month I should say, since we're in the new year. By the way, happy new year, everybody. Uh, um, we want to keep our t- tradition up where every January we do Twilight Zone episodes. So, what are your two episodes we're going to be seeing next week? Uh, or, or okay. Next episode. The two episodes are A Penny for Your Thoughts and The Lonely. Hmm. I don't remember which one of those, but... They're both classics. You'll remember them, but now you'll see them again. Sweet. The Lonely has always been one of my favorites, and I chose Penny for Your Thoughts because it's like on a bunch of best of lists, but I've only seen it, I think, once, maybe twice, and I really want to see it again. Mm -hmm. But The Lonely, I I totally remember. It's great. And again, like I said always on the show, is that Rod Sterling was way ahead of its time. And he's a great writer and a great director and producer, so if you haven't seen Twilight Zone, what are you fucking missing? Yeah, quit watching fucking... God damn it, what's popular right now? I don't know. Quit watching stuff and go watch a couple episodes of Twilight Zone. You don't have to binge watch it. Just watch a few. You know, 
They're 30 minute episodes. It'll be enough. And then you'll be like, oh, these are great. I'm going to watch this all the time. Mm hmm. That's what I do. That's why I have Netflix. And they better not take it off, which I, I always, when I say that, they usually take it off next month. I think they're on both Netflix and Amazon. So we should be good. Cool. All right, let's go to some news that matter to us. We kind of talked about the Netflix thing where um, they're going to be doing more interactive movies. I think the Black Mirror one was kind of like a test run. Uh, I heard that they're probably going to utilize it in Stranger Things. So when Stranger Things Season 3 comes out or maybe a month before, kind of like what they did with Black Mirror, because I think a month or two is when the new season comes out. I think they're going to do the same thing with stranger things where they're going to release the interactive movie or or show and uh, have that so that they could hold it off until the the season comes out that could be i it's it's a good thing i just i hope they don't spread their resources too thin to you know make this interactive movie and then it kind of hurts the show or the movies on netflix i don't think netflix is gonna run out of money true I guess you're right. But, um, yeah, keep an eye out on, on that. I heard uh, some of the Telltale people uh, got jobs at Netflix to do it. So, One last news. This is kind of for us. Uh, next episode, we are going to be releasing our nominees for our movie award show, just like in Escape from SideQuest where we had our gaming award show. Well, we're going to have our movie award show for 2018. Even though we're in 2019, we only do it in January because there's movies still coming out late December. Yes. All right. So keep an eye on that. Andy, any other things you want to talk about? Um, where you say you were gonna like do like uh, do do a little video about those filmstruck movies that you watch, or did that not go into uh, a project? I still can and might. Um, those computer problems really down. And now I'm going on vacation. I don't know. I still have the list and the, the abbreviated form of my thoughts on each one. Okay, like I said, I have nerd review, so if you want to put it in a written format, you can. And, and that's a good segue, because uh, nerdreview.com is where all nerds get together and, you know, write and stream video games and play video games anything nerdy happens on nerdreview.com so hang out and high five and trade pokemon cards and play pogs yes man i missed the 90s <laughs> good year for pot i had a a huge ass collection of pogs i actually bought my pog collection to my boy scout uh show and tell pretty much meeting because mm. i wanted to show how much of a man i am <laughs> with, with pogs uh, make sure to catch our uh, podcast on btilp.podbean.com or also on iTunes. Make sure to give us a review and comment. Uh, we're also going to be on YouTube. And also, if you just want to catch everything in one website, we're on nerdreview.com. I have a little uh, music player of all our podcasts. So on that note, was that? I said go listen. I encourage everyone to leave. Like, you know, five-star reviews, but then just tear us up, comment-wise. Yeah, tell us, uh, you know, that, that Joe Dubs guy, he uh, he talks like a New Yorker, and New York sucks. I, even though I live in Florida now, but whatever. Until next time, everybody. 
We have Twilight Zone episodes, and next week we have Escape from SideQuest. So, see you guys later. Peace out. Thanks for listening.